morning, everybody. Uh, Randy Dola podcast. Chris, what's up? Uh, you know, it, you know, we putting out a little fire this morning. So, and uh, glad glad that we got on here though. So, everything else is good. I've uh, I got in the house last night at about I don't know eleven o'clock. I worked on that darn charger I'm working on out there. Wide body. Um, wide body. Yeah, it's all black, like black black. It's brand new. How's the paint on it? It's correcting well. You know, it wasn't too bad, but I'm doing a two-step on it because the goal is to get it perfect. The whole thing is going to get PPF cool. from no detail. Oh, so wow. I'm getting it ready for that. And uh, it was pretty good. It's um, Lake Country Wool Pad and, and Last Cut Plus. Cool. And then uh, 0406 and a white pad from one of our favorite old pad manufacturers. Um, and uh, it looks fantastic. So That's awesome. So hey, you notice anything different? You well, you mean like the the gray chin pubes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're white. You know what this is called? You know what color this is? It's called wisdom. It's called wisdom. Wisdom, 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 huh? wisdom white. Yeah. So you know, I grew it out when we were on our trip up to uh, when we were on our trip up to the rag company. So I had a chance. I said, well, I'm going to grow. I'm not going to shave it today. I don't get to keep uh, facial hair too often. So, Yeah, and I see you're wearing the cap. Wearing the cap. It's cold. Keeping cold. the head shaved? Keep the head shaved. Shaves head. The, the, the head shaved. Never miss a day. Never miss a day. It, it grows fast. What's what's left is uh, is it's, it's like corn. It's just, uh, it's just isolated corn now, you know? <laughs> Those parts of the ground's just no good anymore. Um, J J Jimmy Buffett writes he thought it was something on his phone screen, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, wow, yeah, it's. I mean, it's pure. It's pure again. Wisdom, man. Wisdom. I haven't grown it out this long in a long time. Just usually can't. So, well, cool. Well, uh -huh. we uh, we had a good time up at uh, Rag Company last week, and uh, we took a little little sidetrack and went and did. Uh, we went and worked and went and skied. And we, I had one of the most, anybody that, if there's people from Idaho, one of the most terrifying drives of my entire life uh, on last Friday. Uh, we're coming down Highway 55. There's blizzard. And you know when the guy at the hotel says, you guys sure you just don't want to stay here until this blizzard ends? If, if, if anybody at a hotel tells you that, go ahead and stay there. Uh, we learned a lesson. So we're coming down the highway, we're cruising and I've got mud trains on the shop truck. Right. And, uh, they usually do pretty good. We drive in snow all the time up here. Right. But we don't drive in blizzard snow. And, uh, when a, when a Subaru goes around the corner and when you come around the corner and the Subaru sideways and nobody else is really awake in the car. So I don't want to say anything. So I slow it down and, uh, we get down to where there was and, Solid black ice, and I'm sideways. Didn't crash it. Was able to keep it on, but I went down. Uh, I promised God that uh, if we got down the hill safely, I was going to go put uh, better tires on that do better in snow. So the guy gives me a price, and he goes, "You know these tires, because man, you got you know you got 37s on this thing. Is they're not cheap." And I said, "You know what? For what I did, I, I you know now that you give me price, I'd pay a thousand dollars a tire for that." Huh, yeah, I, I saw that bill come through. They weren't cheap. They weren't cheap. They weren't cheap. But man, do they ride good and man do they uh do they grab better. So that was uh yeah, it was uh whoo, it was hairball. So, 
so where where did you ski and what was your what was your favorite spot uh well we we started out tamarack uh up, up in uh donnelly idaho uh then we came back down to boise did a little more business then we went over where really where detailing success really launched uh was over in sun valley idaho so we skied skied a couple days up at tamarack in uh donnelly and then a couple days over in sun valley favorite two different experiences we had powder days over at donnelly and it was pretty hard to beat that mountain's a newer mountain so i think it's i think don't quote me on this i, I think it's the newest ski area in america north america and so um it was it was pretty cool we uh we got uh we took our daughter and her boyfriend uh and he had never skied on any big mountain stuff and he was you know tamarack blew him away but when we got to sun valley he was just like in awe because it's just such a, a huge mountain um but it was it was it was cool got a lot of good skiing in a lot of a lot of fun and got some work done got to see some good friends up there and uh got to see a couple detailers i wish we could have seen a lot more but we were, that was a total last minute trip yeah no it was Did, uh idaho change a lot for you uh you know no i mean you know haley sun valley is always kind of on the move but uh, a lot more a lot more traffic in idaho than we when we lived there um because of all the california a lot more um hate on californians um so we saw a lot of people that basically protesting the amount of californians moving up i don't think it's you said it best it's not that they they're protesting californians it's they're protesting the californians that bring the their junk with them you know what i'm saying yeah. is that you're escaping california for a reason and uh you know don't try to change where you're going and you know instead um enjoy where you're going you know it's i know such an amazing state and uh the outdoor opportunities are huge but it it uh man it was then we came we came back we left we came back on sunday Mon monday 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 and we got up in the morning oh dang it was cold um so it was <laughs> wow i remember those days of going out and picking up cars or going out and working on jets and it was like whoa i mean i used to work every day you know five days a week in this this cold weather and i'm just not that tough anymore yeah well me either yeah, I, need to be, I need to be i need to be but well hey let's jump into it so kind of today's topic and uh hopefully you've got some input on this is that i never want to say i should have i always want to say i'm glad i did and at you know i i i'm really lucky that i don't have a lot of regrets but um there's things that i i wish i would have listened to people or somebody would have said to me so i'm going to be blunt with all of you right now today and just just go for it so i i i put comfort zones into three categories personal business and joy and and the reason why joy is there well could you kind of consider that personal no personal is like family and like your commitment to your your spouse your significant other your children uh you know extended family and so forth um and then and then business is business is what you know most of us are here for right now and then joy is what brings joy to you personally uh what brings joy to you as a human being as a as a as a as a woman or as a man uh what 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 do you have in your life that's bringing you joy because let me tell you if all you do is the first two it's just personal and business i mean there's some people that cut out for that and so i'm not going to say you're going to be miserable but it didn't do too well for me 
um, of just trying to take and give, 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 give. And I became very, um, I, I wasn't in a good spot when I didn't, when I didn't find joy in my own life for my own reason. Now there's a lot of people out there that, and I'm not saying it's wrong at all. And, and I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not saying my way of view is wrong. It's just your individual. I just found that I've got to have some escapes to, to really be happy. And, you know, I put a lot of time into my family was at the majority of their events and, and, and still am. Um, I've got, soccer thing on Friday with our daughter, Darren, and then I've got to take her to a physical on Saturday. Uh, I love those times because it's cool to see her joy and to be able to help her find that joy. So before I start into this, let's, let's get into some discussion of what the above needs. First off, ignorance on fire. Uh, I'm going to get into things and tell you to charge into things today. But what I don't mean to do is to do it with, with, without being smart about it is I called ignorance on fire. I can't remember who taught me that term. I was young and they'd say, listen, you know, you charge into business and you just go do it. Hey, and I hear a lot of people, you know, a lot of the gurus, hey, just go do it. No, go do it smartly. Is that you can't do it with ignorance. You've got to do it and, and really think it out. And a lot of people just don't do that. Is they just jump into things and then they wonder why they failed at it. Uh, whether that be a relationship, whether that be a business, whether that be, um, you know, parenthood, uh, whether that be, you know, buying something and not really thinking it out and, and all these good things, you've got to really, and you got to seek advice. Uh, if you're starting a business and you're putting some money into it, well, you better be talking to a CPA from day one. Matter of fact, way before day one, before you start spending that money, you better find out, you know, where that money, the categories, how it's going to go. If it's, if it's deductible, uh, how to make a deductible, all these things. So with that, there's a lot of people that like to play happy. We all see that uh, Facebook and, and that shit's all it's, it's all over the place. They like to play happy. And, and I dig. I like I like happy people. Um, but a lot of people that you see that are in business are playing happy. But deep down, when you get to meet them, they got struggles just like you and me. And and, and it's a shame because we live in an age now where is that we've got these social media platforms where people can go out and all have put smiles on and stuff like that. And then people judge themselves against them. And they're like, well, why am I not like that? You know, why am I not that? And there's, there's truly, I'm a, I'm a happy person, but I got, I've got crappy days. Uh, I just about crapped all over uh, Chris's day this morning. You could tell he was not happy when I called him. <laughs> there was nothing I could do about it, you know, and, and believe me, I, I, I look at, that's a persistence. Uh, I didn't stop, dude. I kept going, man. I wanted to be on this call today. Um, my, Chris and I both got a theory that if one person gets something out of a out of out of one of our podcasts, it's worth it. And we're real fortunate that we get a lot of you guys that will send us stuff and thank us for, hey, I said that or this. I don't care if, if it's if it's three thousand or if it's one. Uh, to me, if one person gets it, it makes it worth our time. And Chris and I really mean that. But a lot of people like to play happy. So don't, you know, don't get yourself all wrapped around the axle because other people seem to be happy. There's a lot of happy people out there, but also there's, there's a lot of bullshit going on to where people are saying they're successful when they're not. They're saying they're happy when they're not. Uh, listen, you know, Diane and I have been together for 25 years. There's, there's, there's a lot more good days. There's very few bad days. But there's times in, our, in those 25 years that there's been – there's been some rough periods. There's been some rough roads. And thank God we just learned at a young age that you just hang on because the road's going to smooth out. 
But a lot of people are going through that and they're projecting something they're not. Now, another thing, a lot of people like to play business. They like to play and go in and, and call themselves an entrepreneur. And really, they're struggling, man. And, and struggle is good if you use it right. Again, that's part of it is that I never want to say I, 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 I should have. Um, you know, struggles suck, but do they really suck? Because if you look at it and you can analyze it and you can do an AAR, you know, an after action uh, report on it and, and kind of learn from it, guess what? I look back at some of my biggest struggles. Me and a buddy in Idaho were talking about that when I was up there. And man, when, when we met each other, you know, 25 years ago, is we we're both really just cranking it out and trying to build, you know, our lives into something. And, you know, we can't tell you how many times that like it was would have been really easy to quit, but we didn't. But a lot of people don't go there. They play business. And again, don't compare yourself to other people that are playing business. Some people are playing. Some people are doing. Usually the big mouths out there, the talkers out there that are just just, you know, uh, flipping money out and, and doing all this shit. They're the ones that are, are playing. They're not serious. I like to, I like to watch and listen to the quiet ones. Uh, and then, and again, a lot of people want to be, huh, this is funny. This is going into my joy. They want to be bare guiles. They want to be something, you know, and I say that for those that don't know him, he's an outdoor dude. He's on TV. He's the real deal. But a lot of people want to get their, you know, big, big hunting knife out and strap it to their side and go down a rappel down a waterfall and a rope and, you know, all this and that. And, and listen, man, uh, I do a lot of that. I, I mean, I'm real fortunate that what I do on the side is, is, is real adventurous. That's part of my joy up there. And I like hanging it out, but I can tell you that dude's got a lot of training behind him. He, he, he's good. He's put a lot of time in the outdoors and he's learned it. And it's just like anybody that's in business that is not playing business. They're doing business. They've, they've paid the price, man. You got to pay the price. Don't be afraid to go and do it and never say that, man, I wish I would have done that. Uh, too many macho people out there. You know, there's too many people um, that are male, female, doesn't matter that, man, dude, lose your machoism is connect with people. Don't be afraid to take and, and, and put your guard down and, and just be a person. Uh, that goes along hand in hand with this next one is there's a lot of egos that, that are out there that just that that keep you from really getting to know people and when you make decisions off of your ego is is man that's dangerous dude and and again is don't even i've been guilty of this my ego's got out of check and i bought shit with my ego um you know the, the right car the right house the right whatever it is the right clothing the right watch the you know i mean it, it just it's stupid shit man and it goes in hand in hand with the ego and the macho and just love it. So here's one thing that 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 I'm going to leave in this segment right here is, is say I love you to those who deserve it and say it often. Now, the new trend I've seen, and maybe it's just me, but everybody tells everybody that they love them. And when if you come up to me and you say that you love me and I don't say it back, it mean, doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means that I respect the word love so much that I'm not going to say it until it's it's right until I really mean it. Um, there's different levels of love, but love is so available right now. But I like a lot of people, but to love everybody is that I got to get to know you. I got to get to trust you a little bit and a lot, actually. And I just 
it maybe I'm just hard, maybe I'm old school, but I think that term's overused. But then again, on the flip side of this, a lot of y'all just don't show emotions to each other at all. And you know, once there, there's some macho people that are my good friends that have you know been, I mean, military, police, uh, fire, uh, business, really successful, and we're mushy as hell with each other. And, and don't be afraid to do that. But if you come up to me and you try to get mushy and we're not there yet, uh, I'm just not that easy. And so, um, you know, it's as simple as that. So now let's go on to another one. Become risky. Well, what does this mean? Is that, you know, I'll tell you, is growing up the way that I grew up, and I know a lot of people grew up a lot tougher than I did, is that is, is risk to me, my family, is it was go get a career and, and get your, your gold watch at 30 years and just be happy with what you have. And I didn't sit well with that. I didn't want to have a job. I didn't want to have. I wanted to take and get and, and, and expand and spread my wings. Um, now, what I do in my personal life is, is I also like to put risk in there, is that if I'm really stressed, you'll see me put pictures up of me going you know, cross country, and, and I, I choose some pretty challenging routes. I don't like to, I don't climb as much as I used to, so to say. Um, but I still do stuff that normal people, serious mountaineers would probably, it's just a workout for them. And it is for me also, but I don't want to hang it out to where I get totally hurt, but I don't mind bru being bruised up and cut up a little bit. And, and so I think in my personal life, what that's done for me personally, and I'm not telling you guys again, you know, go out and be bare and, and get crazy. But for me, when you, you know, whether it's, I don't know, you go out and you play a sport and, and, and it, it's, it's a little bit physical and it demands that you get, maybe you fall, maybe you get beaten up or something a little bit. But I, I just think that anytime I've done that is it helps me realize that business isn't that hard and life's not that hard. And again, every time, like, you know, even skiing this last week is that I was talking to our 16-year-old daughter and we're talking about skiing. And I said, you know, I just don't ski as hard as I used to. And she's like, yeah, dad, I'm 16. I can't keep up with you. And, and so I also got to realize that doing that is a lot of business people can't still, younger guys can't keep up with me because I've gone so hard so long, I'm used to it. And so I think that's really important that you do that. So now become risky for the lazy you, um, you know, get up and, you know, God, all of us have, have lazy times and let those times be very, very, very seldom. If you find yourself getting lazy is that think about what you need to do and go do it. And that way, the next day, you don't, you don't say to yourself, damn, I should have done that. There's nothing that drives it. It, 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 it drives me wacky. If I know I should have done something yesterday and I wake up the next morning and I didn't do it. And so get that mentality going with you. If you're in a bad relationship is fix the bad relationship. You know, it, listen, today relationships are disposable. Don't try to get out of the relationship unless it's just really that shitty and then go. But if try to fix it, try to do it. And then when it's not move on, man, you don't like where you live, move. You don't like the house you're in. Get a new one is 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 you got to set those goals out. But if you don't do it now, if you just sit back and you just if you if you paralysis by analysis and you you just watch the world go by and you keep saying, man, I, you know, I wish I had a different boyfriend or girlfriend. I wish I lived in a different city. 
I wish I lived in a different state. I can't stand this house. And you just keep talking about it. Well, let's just talk. Is that you got to go out and you got to you got to be with who you want to. You need to be the person you are. You need to be with the person that you want to be with. You need to live where you want to live. And you got to go make it happen. You got to take a chance and you got to hang it out there. Most you know, go ahead, the, Chris. the laziness, you know, comes from a lack of motivation. Right. So you got to you got to identify what's going to motivate you to accomplish those goals and make those changes. And absolutely, you know, absolutely. Part, you know? part of that is identifying what's holding you back and and possibly eliminating that from your life too. You know, Chris and I, we, we we get together every year, which we need to finish that up. Hopefully, this week, Chris is is our plans for this year. We just got a, a few little things we got to straighten up. But you know, I opened up to Chris, and I had some things holding me back. Right, Chris? I, mm -hmm. I share it with you, and it's funny because I mean those those items. Once I addressed them and I shared it with Chris and Diane, those items, I won't tell you they're fixed, but they're damn near fixed. And it's going to be a life changer for me. And so you need to, you need, and, and let me tell you is, is I've been, uh, well, I've been poor. I, I was born into, to uh, non, not wealth at all. Uh, although I had a lot of love around me. Uh, money wise, we love wise. I was wealthy as hell. Uh, money wise, I, I, I wasn't, uh, wasn't at the bottom of the barrel, but I was on top of the top of the curb. Uh, as I like to say, and, um, I, so I've been there and I, I, I've been comfortable and, and I can tell you that both come with their own set of problems. And yeah. I sure like the problems that comes with having security, uh, financially better than the ones that come with having poor. But I also tell you this, I wouldn't give up the relationship. There's time in my life where I got a little dark and I got in a bad spot. And that that that's not a happy me. That that's that's the me I'm not very proud of. And I don't want to ever go back there and thank God it was only for a you know a chapter of my life. So uh so you know here, here's the deal is that a lot of us, most of us, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you straight out, most of us have a fence post up our butts. Um, and the reason why I got a fence post up our butts is we sit on those fences in life and very few of us jump off and go after things we want. So as a guy is I, I didn't, I made a deal with Diane 10 years ago that I would, she came to me and she goes, listen, man, you do all this stuff, search and rescue. You're really into the outdoors, hardcore skiing, um, motorcycles. You like to drive fast, um, you know, off-roading, and um, you got it. You, you, the motorcycles scare me. And she goes, I really want you to give up the bikes. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, if you'll stop smoking, I'll, I'll give up the motorcycle. And so we did. I had a street bike and I had a, a, a KTM and uh, the street bike scared me more than the KTM. But I got hurt more on the dirt bike than I did on the street uh, on the street bike. But I had more calls on the street bike. So I got rid of them. Well, couple years ago i found out diane's been a closet smoker so i went and bought a new it's a it's a it's a, it's a total cruisers trail bike i mean it 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 goes zero to to, to, to 50 in like 3.9 days uh it's not fast but it will pretty much go anywhere off road and i love it and so i just decided for an instant get off the fence and go get a realistic bike that you can still enjoy but you're not going to get hurt on and i did it um, the other things that is sitting there and, and, and joining, joining search and rescue, 
is it was something that really intrigued me at the time. I knew nothing about search and rescue. And it's amazing on how that is probably the, one of the biggest parts of my life ever. And I got off the fence and went and did it. Uh, just recently, something we, we, we needed to hire on some professionals to take over something that was really stressing me out in the company. And I held on to that for 30 years. And finally, you know, we used to have somebody help out a little bit, but now we're completely giving it over to them. And it took that long to get off the fence. I, I had a, I have a fence post sticking in my butt. Why didn't I get off that sooner? Is that it, A, I always thought it was going to be expensive. And this is a lesson I want all you to learn is that it's on the financial side. We've hired somebody to completely be take over our finances, our growth strategies, all the way to paying the bills, to advising us where to put our money, how to save money on taxes, and then and then put invest, good investments, right? Make sure that we're going into the right real estate at the right time, making sure that we're starting up all kinds of things I didn't even know about. And really, it's quite affordable. It, I, I won't call it cheap because it's not, but it's not expensive. And if you look at what they're going to save us on that is that it's really going to pay for itself over the long haul. And so there's an example of me just being direct on things in my own life that I've, I've sat on the fence for too long. You, you know, know another, uh, another thing you sat on the fence about was getting your name on some of those bottles of product out there. Yeah. You great know? point. Great point. And now it's five, five years later already, right? Yeah, boy, I wish I, I wish I could show this one box that's sitting right by me. Uh, soon enough, soon enough. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, I'll never forget, Chris, there used to be a, uh, a commercial, and I don't know if any of you guys remember this, and it was Harley Davidson commercial. And there's a, there's a grandpa sitting up uh, on his porch talking to his grandson. He goes, yes, you know, yeah, Bobby, you know, the feeling of the wind hitting you in the face going down the road, the rev of the motor. And his grandson looks at him. He goes, wow, grandpa, I didn't know you owned a Harley Davidson. He goes, yeah, Billy, I didn't. He says, I bought siding for the house instead. And, you know, you could, it was such a great commercial because you could see like 40 and 50 year olds all over the country going, shit, I'm not buying siding. I'm going to go buy a Harley, you know, because it hit it right between the eyes. And, you know, I've got that mistake. My house isn't perfect because I keep buying other shit that I like to go out and, and that's entertaining, you know? And so, um, you know, we were, I was talking to a skier randomly up in Sun Valley, pretty hardcore mountain. And the guy, we ended up knowing each other from, you know, 20 something years ago. Um, he still skis 70, 70 days a year. He's uh, 57 years old, uh, hardcore dude. Skis like you wouldn't believe. I mean, just, I mean, we're coming down and everybody's just turning around watching because it's just, hardcore right we're having a blast we're just tearing it up and so you know he's telling me he says you know i could give up this and he says and like 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 own a bigger house but like tomorrow i'm going helicopter skiing in the backcountry and he goes that's i i take and save up all year for one helicopter trip a year well to me look at the memories man you know on his deathbed is he gonna is he gonna remember the new siding on his house um I don't, I don't even remember the color of my old houses. I mean, I just don't, I mean, I do if I think about it, but you know, I'd have to think about it, you know? And so here's this guy going out at almost 60 years old and tearing it up, you know, helicopter skiing and skiing on one of the best mountains in the country, in the world for that matter, uh, almost 70 days a year, or probably over 70 days by the end of the season. So most people, let's talk about that. So again, this goes right into the next one. Let's talk about, 
most people like safety and they like to have around them what's comfy. Um, you can be fired from your nine to five job tomorrow. Listen, everybody says the risk of owning a business. There is no security. And, and, and this comes straight from Chris. Chris, you had a long career at the company. Well, talk about that a little bit. I did. It was, uh, boy, 15 years I was with them. And, you know, probably at least five years too long. Um, and it came from being afraid to leave that security. You know, it's, uh, but the bottom line is they could have fired me at any time. And I've, I've since realized that I find more comfort in knowing that I have some skills and knowledge where I can just run out and make money if I need to, you know, um, w without having to rely on, you know, of course the economy has got to be okay. You know, there's always that big looming cloud, but other than that, you know, there's people that want the services I can provide and I can just go out and find them and put some money in my pocket. And that, that's some security right there. You know, and here's the other thing. Yeah. The economy sucked, but let me tell you every time what happens is everybody in an industry, when the economy hits, if they hit, if the economy is hitting your industry, it's, it's hitting everybody different ways. The, 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 the unprepared individuals, um, get they're, they're 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 torn up in seconds they're gone so with that said i mean let's go back to this this last episode with the uh with covid we we're all pretty prepared and i want to say that we, we 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 gained business out of this matter of fact i don't want to say i know we did um and so we came out stronger oh eight i was talking to some entrepreneurs a couple weeks ago oh eight was such a different beast but even then, of uh, 08 being so scary and so long, you know, it lasted so long, is that, A, once we got through the initial shock of it, we started gaining ground on our competition almost instantly. And we came out of 08 much stronger than we went in. And a lot of people uh, that I know that's in the car care industry, they started during 08, 09, 2010, uh, during those struggling years. And they've killed it because people in their markets weren't prepared and they took over those markets. And so, you know, everything comes down to being properly prepared. And then I love what you put here is comfort comes from knowing that you have the skills to go out and make a living on your own is, you know, how many people are just totally stressed out and just, you know, they, they hate what they do. Maybe even you hate what you do now as, as uh, being self-employed. That's okay. Build it up successful, sell it and get it, get into the next thing. There's nothing that says that you can't take and, and use whatever you're doing as a stepping stone. You know, it's, I've always told people detailing is a great stepping stone is it it's, we've used it to, to, to uh, catapult ourselves into other industries and owning different things and real estate and everything else. And, you know, products, I mean, as Chris just alluded to, you know, look at our relationship with PNS and we've got, you know, the double black line. Um, the relationships we've got with the Phillips family, uh, our, our entire PNS team is just amazing. That detailing catapulted us into that opportunity. And, you know, it's a great, the money's great, everything else. But the people we work with, man, uh, it's incredible. I mean, look at, uh, look how lucky Chris is that he gets to deal with me every day, five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my hair is gray too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least it's not gone. So, 
It's uh, an example. I, I love work, waking up in the morning and working out first thing in the morning. I love it. Matter of fact, you can't see it now. My workout on clothes are, are on. And, and as soon as we're done, finish another cup of coffee, go kiss my wife, come back, go to the gym for an hour, come back and work. And then I do my outdoor workout and uh, I go out and just I just go for a walk with the dogs. And so I love to do that. But I'll tell you what is that if I allow myself, Chris said it earlier, to be lazy, that that nice comfy pillow and that blanket, and it's all so warm underneath there and, and everything. If I think about that, man, it's going to suck me in. And so, again, don't, no regrets. Think of it, okay, if I stay in bed right now, am I going to regret it tomorrow? Think about that short-term gain that you're going to get off of positives and then think about the, sh the, 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 the long-term gain you're going to get off of negatives. What I mean by that is that, you know, we're looking at right now, my truck just turned six years old. Is there a tax write-off for trucks? It's got high value because it's got low miles. Before I start having troubles with it, is it better just to go ahead and get a new one? And it, the answer is going to be, my CPA is going to tell me that. Is, is there a long-term benefit to having that versus having the truck paid off, but having to deal with maintenance issues in a little older truck? So, you kind of see my mentality is is even on those kind of things, I don't want to take and regret it. I don't make stupid, uh, poor person decisions anymore. I try to make very intelligent, try to think like the, the wealthy do. Um, most successful people are very comfortable with discomfort. Um, I, I've my entire life, um, I learned this. I've got, I've, got a, I've got one really major regret, and I did it as a teenager. And so much so, I don't really, it's one of the few things I don't share. Nothing bad. I, I quit on something. And I knew when I quit, and it was for a short period, I thought, Rennie, just don't work that hard today. And I didn't, and it cost me. And I've ever since that day, now I was able to get it back, but I never truly got it back to the level if I just would have not quit for that very short time. If I would have just gone the distance the whole way, instead of trying to get the easy way. And so I became very comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I want to tell you that if you're in business, you need to do that same thing. And however you do it, my way is outdoors. Of, you know, I try to spend this year, uh, I'm going to try to do 40 nights underneath the stars. And um, I'm behind, you know, already. But I'm, I'm going to do it because when you wake up, A, it's magical. You wake up and you see the sky. But B, when you do get back into that bed, it makes you appreciate it a lot more. <laughs> um, next, people like to talk about their ideas and brag about ideas, but a lot of people don't move on those ideas. They, they, they sit there and they talk about it. They brag about it almost like they're doing it, but it's not going anywhere. It's like, you're, it's like a car going on top of jack stands and you say, hey, I'm going to drive 120 miles an hour, and you, but you put the car in jack stands and you rev it up to where the it says it's going 120 miles an hour, but you're, you're not going anywhere. Uh, you're cheating. And so, you know, don't be, don't talk about your ideas. Matter of fact, share your ideas with few. Share your ideas, pass them by because there's a cause and effect to everything. What's this going to do to, again, go back to that original, those original categories. What's it going to do to your personal life, your business life, and your joy? Because everything you do has an effect to it. So it's the effect is the cost going to be outweigh the gains. And so you got to look at it that way. I see somebody in our industry that's constantly posting, 
the next big thing they're working on and going to be doing and all that kind of stuff. And I never, you know, I never see it materialize. And so yeah. now it's, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? I see the next one and it's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You no. know, no, it is. And it's, and it's sad. And that's why, I mean, I come up with a lot of, of, of ideas. Some of them are brilliant. Some of them turn out to be not so brilliant. Um, I always put them down. I'll share the ones that I think might turn into something. And then I put them on, you know, we had, we have a goal for this year, Diane and I, that I shared with, <coughs> excuse me, with Chris this year. And man, I'll tell you, a, a few years ago, I thought about it, but I just didn't know what it would mean to do it. And now we're going to do it. Um, and, 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 and again, so talk about a little, kind of keep it hush hush because the average person doesn't understand us is that we are, if you're, if you're doing entrepreneurship, right, you're, you're a dreamer and you're a thinker and you're, you're a visionary. And if you start throwing out every idea you've got and sharing every idea, they're going to think you're a nut job. And so I, you know, I keep myself quiet, but if you go through my notes, man, I, I've got ideas every day. Then when I really get to the point where I'm like, okay, can this happen? That's when I start sharing it with my closest allies. And then we see if we can't go make it happen. And you go from there. Um, next, I want to talk about for a second is that if you can dream it you can, and you can plan it, you can do it. Is that if you've got something in your mind, and again, it comes back to where I never, I don't want to ever say I didn't do something. Is that if, if it's a big dream, start going into the planning stage. Write out your dream, exactly what it is. Then, then go into the planning stage on how the heck you're going to take and, and you're going to build this this dream into something in reality. Then go into the execution stage. Okay, now I'm going to plan on how am I going to execute it. That's usually when you're going to find out. Okay, this is real. It can happen. Or oh, holy shit, there's no way this is going to happen. And don't be disappointed if you come to that conclusion. There's been a lot of times that I've come up with those ideas, and all of a sudden, five, six, ten years later, it comes back, and we make it a reality. We just weren't ready for it when we did it. And that's that's maturity is don't let the ignorance on fire get you and go after something that you might be able to do later when you're smarter, when you have the more, more capital to do it, you have more time to do it, you got the wits to do it, and you got the people around you to make it happen. And so really think of it that way. Um, and then stop waiting. And when you find yourself stalling, ask yourself why you are stalling. Be honest with yourself. Is that if you find yourself holding back, you know, I, something was holding me back. This this entire 2020, COVID, no, all that shit, it wasn't it had nothing to do with COVID. Nothing. Zero. I had something else holding me back. And when I finally released that and I told Diane and I told Chris, uh, Chris, have you seen a difference in me? Yeah, I yeah, have. Not huge because it's a working progress, right? Yeah, but, we're still, still trying to get there. But uh, but I think you you literally just got something off your chest. Yeah, exactly. And it, and again, it was something really easy to take care of. And it just, I was holding it in and we have everything we need to do to get it done. We just didn't do it. Um, and then let's talk about gut instincts, man. Chris, do you, do you go with your gut a lot? Hmm. Let me rephrase that. Do you feel like you've got a really good gut instinct. Oh, I think I have. I think I have a good gut instinct. Whether or not I go with it all the time, you could all, you know, you could always look back and go, you know, I should have went with my gut on that. Yeah. I think, 
I think you you recognize it, but you're afraid to admit that you know your your want your wants sometimes outweigh what your gut tells you to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because if you're you know if you're if it involves other people, you know, because it's tough. But mm -hmm. I've learned when I've got a hard gut feeling on something, I usually go with it, um, and it usually serves well. You know, it usually serves well. So really start you know especially if you're young or if you've been working for somebody else all your life it, it's harder to develop that gut and start developing that gut instinct start listening to it and then keep a scorecard you know how's your gut doing because i know when i was younger my my gut honestly my gut was more innocent than it is now and i i i played it out better uh now i think to chris's point i kind of hold back and usually it's because i don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or um, I'm involved in other people making the decision, and I just don't want to speak out. And usually when I don't, I, I, I have this situation going on around me right now in an organization where, man, my gut was bad from day one. And I should have I spoke out bolder and harder, and I didn't. And now uh, I'm paying the price for it, you know, it, it, and, and others are too. And... I was really not in a position to do anything more than what I did, but I, I should have been more vocal about it. Um, now, this is a big one, is uh, show emotions more for your introverts. So if you're kind of shy or, you know, you, 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 you maybe, maybe you just not to your self-confidence isn't there, is start building that up. It's, 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 it's okay to show emotions. Now, you tough guy, tough gal types, uh, you know, it, 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 you got to you got to take and, and, and lighten up and, and just be able to take and show emotions. Pe people like empathy. People like to know that you're human. On the other side, for you snowflakes, that all you do is is freaking need counseling twenty four seven. Is you got to grow a pair, man. I hate to say it, is that we're in a society that. I mean, every, every, I mean, hey, listen, I've, I've had counseling before. I've, I've faced some shit in life, right? And, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but Jesus, if every time you turn around, you've got a problem, is that, you know, you need to go to your counselor and you need to develop some gonads. And you need to stop taking and making everything and, and turning everything into a disaster. As simple as that. Just stop turning everything into a disaster. Not everything in your life is a disaster because if you keep doing that, is when true disasters hits, you're gonna be you're gonna just be floored. You're not gonna know what to do. And true disasters are gonna hit. And so, you know, for those of you that are kind of shy, come on out of it. For you tough guy, tough girl types, just show a little love, show a little empathy for other people. And then for you snowflakes that are, you know, just constantly in a upheaval over anything anybody says or what's going on in the world, is you, you got you just gotta stop and and slow down and stop. Stop being so damn freaking, you know, emotional on shit. Um, now, lastly, is stop making excuses. There's no excuses. There's no reason for excuses. Live the life you dreamed of. Redream it. If, if you find yourself not happy, redream what you want your personal life to look like, what you want your business life to look like, and what brings you joy into your life and start making it happen now. You can't. You can't keep going the way you're going. So with that, Chris, anything else you want to share? Oh, just to uh, make, you know, make that change. I identify that dream and make those changes. You know, there, 
make make the little steps doesn't have to be you know I, I get reminded of that picture where they show two different ladders you know one with a bunch of uh steps short together one with really big steps in between and uh you know it's just the little steps will get you to the top and will accomplish your dreams when the steps are too big they're too hard to take and you won't get there well and i'll tell you and and, and never you know all, always be humble own it when you make mistakes but be proud of yourself uh, i found that out is that if you've got to learn and i'll oh, tell you tell you last thing i want to say and then we'll get out of here is learn to say no be comfortable telling people and i've had to do this with my own family is you know going back to when i was a kid and kind of growing up with some challenges and 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 it was real hard for me to say no and i I, I was damaging myself, my business, my direct family. Uh, with my direct family, I was damaging me. Is that you've just got to be comfortable of when you're not comfortable in something of saying no and, and moving on, and it's okay. But listen, I'll go down. I wish I had a tattoo. This was, you know, no regrets spelt wrong, but I don't. Uh, thank you God. Know, you know what's really funny is I really thought about using that image, that, that guy from the movie, uh, as the this you know the slide for announcing this podcast yeah and then i just did it, it with that so hey everybody i hope uh if if you've enjoyed this you know make a comment um you know we would love you to like it share it please uh and we'd love to hear your input and so uh you know if this has made a difference in 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 your life uh we love to hear from people uh email us drop us a note uh follow us over on on social media uh, we put the follow-up on it, you know, encourage other people. If you've got something out of it, that means other people are getting something out of it. And that's the reason, you know, that we do it. But we want to thank, uh, you know, always uh, the PNS family for making this happen. All of our, our supporters, uh, Detail Mafia. Chris, thanks for coming in and uh, making it happen and staying patient with me while we went through. And whatever I did to the uh, – I don't know if I did anything. Gary's texting me right now, our neighbor. He's been – he knew I was going on the call, and he's like, Hey man, did you get your internet up? Did you get your internet up? He said, mine came up. Mine came up. You come over here if you need it. So, um, <laughs> but thanks for being patient. All have a powerful rest of the week. Uh, go out and love on somebody. Live your dream. No regrets. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Yep. See you guys next week. See ya.